This is Tennis Quick Tips, Episode 111. Hi, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Well, I recently broke a string in my tennis racket. This is a pretty common occurrence with tennis players, especially if you don't have your racket restrung as often as you should. But this particular incident reminded me of another time I broke a string. I broke a string during a match once, and that led to me looking into the rules on string breaking and other equipment malfunctions. So in this episode of Tennis Quick Tips, we're going to answer the question, What do you do when you break a racket string during a match? So as I said, not this most recent time, but not too very long ago, I broke a string in my racket during a match. I think what happened is I mishit a return. I wish I could say I hit the ball so hard that I broke a string, but I'm pretty sure it was just a bad return on my part. And the strings on my racket were already worn, and I had even thought about getting that racket restrung earlier in the week, but I was just sure that somehow my racket could make it a little longer. So I was wrong. The good news is that I actually do carry a second tennis racket in my bag, so I was able to quickly switch rackets, keep playing, and ultimately win that particular match. And obviously, I just want to throw that in there. If I had lost the match, I wouldn't say that. But we won, and so that was good. Hooray. Anyway, here's the timing on the string breaking in my racket, though. The string broke as I hit my return on the last point of an odd game. And when we lost that point, which we did, we lost that game, and then we had to change ends of court. So I just switched out my racket during this changeover. Now, what brought all this to mind and what I thought was interesting about all of this was the reaction of one of my opponents to my situation. As I switched out my racket, she said, good thing you've got that second racket so you don't have to forfeit. Forfeit? I hadn't even considered that possibility. It made me realize I don't know anything about the rules of tennis regarding broken racket strings. So, naturally, since I love the rules, I did some research, and it turns out there isn't a quick and easy answer to this question of whether you have to forfeit when you break a racket string. But I think I came up with the correct answer, and I'm going to walk you through it so you don't wrongly forfeit a match because you don't know the rule and somebody else convinces you that they do and that you have to forfeit. So let's go to our rules of tennis. And as always, I'm looking at the USTA rules because I'm here in the United States. These are, of course, the rules part of them are the ITF rules of tennis, 
which probably apply everywhere people are playing tennis, but the comments are the USTA's own comments, and I'm going to cite some of those. And here in the United States, those comments operate like rules for us. So you need to check in your own country, if you're not in the United States, exactly what your rules say if they do have comments or cases appended to them that you need to note that might be a little bit different from what I'm saying. So having said all that, let's go back to looking at the rules. First of all, rule four of the USTA's rules is called the racket. This rule states that, quote, rackets, which are approved for play under the rules of tennis, must comply with the specifications in Appendix 2, end of quote. And Appendix 2 to the rules, also entitled The Racket, says, quote, The hitting surface, defined as the main area of the stringing pattern bordered by the points of entry of the strings into the frame or points of contact of the strings with the frame, whichever is the smaller, shall be flat and consist of a pattern of crossed strings connected to a frame and alternately interlaced or bonded where they cross. The stringing pattern must be generally uniform and in particular not less dense in the center than in any other area. End of quote. So bottom line, there's no way a racket with a broken string or strings is going to have a flat pattern of cross strings that is generally uniform. If you've ever broken a string and looked at your string bed after that, you know it's not really flat and it's certainly not uniform. So it appears that once you break a string, you no longer have a racket that can be used to play tennis and you might in fact have to forfeit your match. And of course, footnote here, Once you break a string, I don't really know how usable your racket would be anyways, but I do think you might be able to keep playing, maybe not well, but this rule or this, yes, this rule and the accompanying appendix are telling us your tennis racket with a broken string wouldn't be a legal racket anyways. Having said all of that, let's go back to USTA rule four the racket rule that I quoted a little bit earlier. And there is some there are some cases that are given in the rule that provide some interesting explanation. And specifically, I'm looking at case four, which says, quote, during a point, a player accidentally breaks the strings. Can the player continue to play another point with this racket? Decision, yes except where specifically prevented by event organizers, end of quote. So right there in the rule is a sample case that says you can keep playing with a racket that has broken strings unless you're in something like a tournament where they specifically make a rule for that tournament that says you can't do that. So even if I didn't have a second racket in my situation, I wouldn't have to immediately forfeit just because I broke my racket string. I could continue playing the point where my string broke, and according to case four above, at least another point with that racket, although I'm sure that would be pretty laughable to play with that broken string racket, but maybe my partner could just run everything down 
and we wouldn't have to forfeit at that exact moment. Now, the comments to this rule give us even more guidance and help. So let's look at comment 4.2, which is really on point here. It states, quote, What may a player who has broken a string or racket do if the player does not have a replacement racket? Unless prohibited by a published rule adopted by the tournament, the player may play with the broken racket. The player may leave the court to get a replacement racket. The player may ask someone else to get a replacement racket. The player is subject to code violations for delays under the point penalty system. Rule 29B permits a player, quote, reasonable extra time, end of quote, to leave the court only in those cases where, quote, clothing, footwear, or necessary ex- equipment, excluding racket, is broken or needs to be replaced, end of all quotes. So what this comment is telling us is that, first off, you don't forfeit a match just because you break a racket string. It's actually okay for you to use your broken racket or broken stringed racket. I mean, you could use a broken racket that you threw on the court and cracked somehow. But you can also use a broken stringed racket throughout the match or at least until you get a replacement racket. And you can leave the court, according to this comment, you can leave the court to get a replacement racket but you have to do that very quickly, especially in a tournament, when you might be subject to code violations for delaying your match. The important thing, in my opinion, is just to avoid all of these problems by having that second racket right there on the court with you, ready for you to grab between points or on a changeover. And I say this because I still see a lot of players, even though I think I'm playing probably upper advanced, well, not advanced, but upper intermediate level tennis, I still see a lot of players coming to court with only one racket. Sure, you can keep your one and only racket well strung and try to prevent this broken string problem, but you never know when you're going to miss hit some ball and break your strings, like me. It's better to have that second backup racket ready so that you don't have to borrow someone else's racket or send someone out to your car to get your second racket or, worst case scenario, play with broken strings in your racket. Now, if you're interested in this type of stuff, about if you're interested in strings and equipment and all that kind of stuff, I have several Tennis Quick Tips podcast episodes I've done on rackets and strings. I'm listing them all in the show notes to this episode because I've done at least six on everything from how to pick out a racket to what tennis string gauge means and how you select the right one for you to how to know when it's time to restring your racket. So I'll have links to all of those episodes so you can find out more on those issues in the show notes, which you can find over at tennisfixation.com slash quick tips 111. That's 111. I also will have links in those same show notes to my holiday gift guides. Each year I put together several gift guides with gifts I think are really fun, cute, and handy to have 
if you are looking for gifts for a special tennis player or if you're even just looking for some fun stuff for yourself. So I'll have links to those gift guides again over in the show notes, tennisfixation.com slash quick tips 111. Finally, I want to tell you that if you recall back in episode 100, I had said I wanted to give you, my Tennis Quick Tips listeners, something special to celebrate my 100th episode, but at that moment in time, I didn't have it ready. Well, folks, it is almost ready. I'm not going to tell you any more yet because I am putting the finishing touches on this, but I will have a special gift for my Tennis Quick Tips listeners and my Tennis Fixation followers. It will be coming out My plan right now is early December, so keep listening to Tennis Quick Tips. I'm going to keep putting out an episode every week, and I will have more details on that. And you may also want to head over to TennisFixation.com. Be sure you're on my email list, so you will definitely get the information and the links when it goes out at the beginning of December. And you can get on my email list by just going to the website, tennisfixation.com, look in the sidebar, and you'll see, I think it's a little purple clickable uh, image that tells you click here to get weekly updates and my um, my free ebook called 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required. So you can find that over in the sidebar on tennisfixation.com. I think the menu also has a link called Free Serve Book. So be sure to get on the email list because I'm very excited about this gift I have for everyone and I wouldn't want you to miss out. In the meantime, hope you're having a good time out there playing tennis. I still am. I'm still having fabulous weather here in Houston and so I'm still getting to play a lot. Very excited about that and hope to play through the entire holiday season this year. We'll see if that happens. So you too, hope you're out on the courts and as always, happy tennis.